be more of you. Be more of you. Yep. I know. Be more of you. And he did this big, like, expanded, expand yourself into all of you. Because what's possible for him in his life is equally possible, like what you said, he said earlier. It's equally possible for all of us, but we don't all come knowing that. So what if we knew that that is possible for us? Maybe not to be famous, but to expand into that space. What's possible if you just take one step into that greater space? And that's the work that he and I have been doing. He's helped me expand into a greater space. This is, what, this is specifically what he asked me to talk to, talk to musicians about, about mm -hmm. money. Money and music, right? Mm -hmm. It's something that he was really passionate about because there's a really huge thought form out there that says, you know, don't give up your day job. You're never going to make money as a musician. Mm -hmm. You can't do what you love. And he says that's absolute rubbish. Yeah. That's absolute rubbish. And he says that you've got to let go of that. You've got to let go of that and be as confident about making money with your music yes. as you are as confident about making the music. Oh, because yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. You got to accentuate the positive. Wow! I feel good. A little bit of feel good goes a long way. You're listening to Karen Swain, teacher of deliberate creation, accentuating the positive, showing you a way to a better life. Accentuating the positive, it's not just fad, it's sanity. Who in their right mind would accentuate anything else? Hello and welcome to the show, Accentuating the Positive with Karen Swain. So great to have you with us again. We're going to have a chat with Prince today. He's been very chatty since he's left his body. There's quite a few people channeling him on the net. And I'd love to introduce you to Lisa Wettenheiser. Yay, that's it. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Who is an intuitive and a channel, an intuitive business coach, actually, and a channel. And he's been chatting away to Lisa and she's got a whole group. And we've got our purple on today, both yeah. of us. We're doing the purple. We're doing the purple <laughs> race. <laughs> We're ready. And he's been very chatty this morning to me too. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank it's so you. great I'm to so be I'm so glad to be here. Yay. I want to talk a little bit about your journey, but uh, let's go over how Prince introduced himself to you. I know you were a fan of his, a big fan mm -hmm. of his. I was not. So it was quite strange to talk. I never thought about Prince in my mm -hmm. whole life, except that maybe when I was young and mm -hmm. then when he died. So how did he introduce himself to you? Um, well, it was just kind of a strange thing. Like I said, I have been um, following him for a very, very long time. And, um, I was at the computer when I got the news from Paisley Park. So I kind of commiserated with everybody online. And um, I decided that instead of just sitting in my house crying, maybe I would go out to a store and buy something that might make me feel better. So I went into my car in the driveway and I opened my car door and I heard a voice say, hi. And I knew right away it was him. And I don't know how I knew, I just knew. And so um, I was actually kind of rude to him. And I said, oh, no, I'm not having any of this with you. I'm mad at you that you just died. You're going to have to go away. And he said, I was just coming around and say hi to people. And I'm like, well, you can take yourself with your hi and go away. And I'll talk to you another day. And so he was like, okay. So I got in the car and drove down the road to go to a store. 
And when I was in the store, it's one that has kind of a lot of notebooks and things into it, and I'm always looking at notebooks. And one fell on the floor, and when I picked it up, it was a purple notebook, and on the front, it said, Purple Rain. And I said out loud in the sewer, I told you to go away. And he said, fine, fine, fine. So he did. And I'm like, I am just like busy telling off the dead prints now in the store. Um, but I, I was really shaken up. And, and so that was kind of my introduction to him. I had to do some grieving because it brought up a lot of other grief that I apparently like hidden or did something with suppressed. It came up. I listened to this one his last show where he played Purple Rain, and it was this beautiful, ethereal, just him and the piano singing, and the whole audience singing, and I listened to that on repeat for hours, and until I processed whatever it was, then I was like, okay, come on back, let's do what we're going to do. Oh, I know. Death does bring up a lot of grief, but mm. it's funny when you can talk to them on the other side, why you would still grieve, because you still got I that know. connection. Right. Actually, you know what? What's really interesting with celebrity, we know when they leave their body, if you're intuitive or a channel, you can, you've got access to, to them and you never had yeah. access while they're yeah. in their body. So there's more of a yeah. relationship with them after they leave their body than before. Absolutely. Although they leave behind all their incredible work and, of course, their life journey and their story. And mm -hmm. um, I ask people online to ask questions. I've got a couple of questions that people have asked. Mm -hmm. But let's, let's get into your story. How did you find out that you could talk to people on the other side? Um, that's interesting. Who've left their body. Yeah. Um, when I started taking Reiki, and I hear this from so many people, apparently Reiki like blows your circuits wide open. And so... It's, a, it's definitely an initiation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. It really yeah. is. Mm -hmm. It's an initiation, yeah. And mm -hmm. I was not a good Reiki practitioner because I couldn't stop talking while this poor person's on the table. And I'm like, oh, your mother is coming to me and she's saying, and do you want to hear this message? And I was like, okay, I got to ditch the Reiki and go on and do something else. And so it was really my, my goddaughter passed away um, in 2006. And she was the first voice that I heard from the other side, like the official voice that I heard from the other side. And then like the doorways opened, the Reiki, the goddaughter and the doorways just kind of came open. So people often like, like friends or my relatives, before they leave, they'll come rolling through, mostly in the bathroom. I do not know what it is about the bathroom, but they love to come visit me when I'm in the bathroom. And I'm just like, do you, I'm busy at the moment. And they're like, well, we just have a message. We just want to say something. Okay, then. So I'm thankful Prince didn't visit me in the bathroom, but that's, that's kind of how I started hearing it. Mostly I hear guides and teachers and spirit, and I am trained in mediumship, but I kind of do it my own way. Um, and so that's, that's, I was as shocked as anybody when he came to me. I will tell you that true. So is he the only celebrity that came to you or? No, Carrie Fisher rolls in. Um, mm -hmm. because we do these sessions where I bring Prince in and he talks to the people in the group. And sometimes we have guest, guest stars in our show and Carrie Fisher has come in twice and her energy is so different than his that it's like, like a whole different person comes rolling through. She's come in, um, right when Greg Allman died, he came in to it, but he didn't say much of anything. So, no, I don't usually connect with celebrities. Um, yeah. He was the first one. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, he's very chatty. Like I, oh, my you know, gosh. Yeah. 
when you're when you're connected and there's something that i want to uh, reiterate because they've said this to me there's no other side how could you call it the other side when we're sitting right here next to you and i'm like mm-hmm, yeah that's yeah. true that's it's true. just our language right? We've, right we've got to try and define it but there's no other side i'm here on your side right here next to you just a different <laughs> frequency mm-hmm. a different vibration a different frequency yeah. but still here yeah. And uh, so when you have connection, when you've raised your vibe as much, you know, so that you can hear them or see them, you have access, you have access all areas. And um, Mm -hmm. I've had a few chats with a few people that have left simply because I had a question, like you see it on the news Mm -hmm. and then I go, oh, I wonder why he left his body at this time. And then he comes in, he says, you want to know? (laughs) Like, (laughs) oh, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Why? So I've had chats with a few people like that. Not that yeah. I've like needed to or wanted to. And that's the, mm-hmm. you, you know, if people want to talk to celebrity or anyone on the su- other mm-hmm. side, you've got to get, get rid of the, the need or the want to talk to them. That's where yeah. a lot of people, you know, I really need to connect with my yeah. dead relative or son or the rock star or whoever it is that you're grieving over. Mm-hmm. The grief won't let you connect. But yeah. you said that you were in grieving though when mm-hmm. he came in. Mm-hmm. I, I was hardcore. I was hardcore. Like, I am pretty sure that I went into, like, shock, like, physical shock. And I had no idea why. Like, part of me was like, what is going on with you? Do you realize you're in, like, some weird space? And the other part of me is like, yeah, I know. Like, what is that about? But I, yeah. I really went into a weird shock. And what I came to understand for me, and this may not be true for anybody else, but he and I have had an um, agreement to work together. And my shock was about, oh yeah, it's go time. But I wasn't ready for go time. So I was like taken out of my body like, oh, because my soul understood like, hello, we're going to start moving now. And Mm -hmm. so it took me a while to kind of catch up to that. And then once I got there, I was fine. But that's what I think for me, that's what that shock was about. Like, okay, this agreement is now in force. Okay. yeah whatever that is press the red button yep exactly that's right let's go we're going we're moving yeah. well he's very excited actually that there are because he has that agreement with a lot of people yes he does and uh he's very excited about working with people and he came to me um you know the reason we're connected so this is i'll tell people why we connected one of the people that are is in my inner sanctum jenny who's who's also works with you mm-hmm. Uh, found me through a channeling I did of Prince on Soul Traveller Radio because we did a whole show, Mm two-hour show on Soul Traveller Radio dedicated to Prince and I wanted to find someone to channel Prince and I couldn't find anybody. So I just did it myself. But I don't really put myself out there as a channel of Mm -hmm. celebrity. And and she found me through that. But he, he said to me that he really wants to work with specifically musicians, but anyone really, Mm -hmm. um, because... He's passionate about them being empowered yeah. and, and being able to make a life and a living from their work. That's something yeah. that he said to me. He's really passionate mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. And he asked me to, you know, get that message out specifically to conscious mm-hmm. musicians, not mm-hmm. just any musicians, but conscious musicians. He's passionate about having music as a tool for enlightenment and yeah. upliftment and yeah. and funnily enough that's what he did with his music I know, although right? i never saw that i really mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. when i saw prince i was like oh yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't think much of him at all. Mm -hmm. Sorry about that, Prince. (laughs) Yeah, he said that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) You know, he came to me this morning in his voice and it was when I was sweeping the floor. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's chatting away, but in his voice, I I could hear his voice, which is not normally how I hear. I just hear thoughts in my head that... And right. they're just, and they're they're not in his voice, but he comes. He's a really powerful. Oh yeah, that energy is big. God. It is big. big. Yeah, when I first started to channel him for ninety minutes, it would take me a day and a half to recover because oh, it really? was such big energy for me to hold for ninety minutes. And then I heard, oh, a friend of mine when she does mediumship readings, she drinks a lot of water. She like loads up on water the week ahead of time. I'm like, wow, that's a great idea. So I did, like I front-loaded water like you wouldn't believe. And that took care of it. That completely took care of it. I was that fine. That took care of the headache. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was out. I was like, I felt like I'd been hit by a truck the first time. Because I, really? I didn't know what to expect. I had done it one-to-one with people and that was fine. But 90 minutes with six people in the group so I'm doing a group reading and six people. Oh my God, it was huge this energy. With, this is with Prince. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what did he? What what message did he give you? What did he want to teach people? So you call him Ascended Master Prince. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I understand his energy to be, and that he's from the same soul lineage as Merlin and Count Saint Germain. Um, that whole group. Um, he's in that same lineage. Like when somebody yes. said to me, you know, he was Count St. Germain. And I'm like, hello, Violet Flame. Hello. Yes. And Count St. Germain was a musician as well in the 1700s. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. So <laughs> in that status, he's that's how it brings him to. What's he say? Is he trying? Well, he's, <laughs> he's, he's like so enthusiastic. He's, I'm like, I'm trying to talk to Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> he likes to butt in on everything. Sorry. Just telling, yeah, just telling me what he specifically, what, like, because like, when you talk, I ask questions. I can't help it. I have a really, mm-hmm. like, oh, I wonder why. And then when I ask the question, he answers. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm having a three-way conversation here yep. about how he came to empower specifically, he, you know, he came in, in a black body mm-hmm. and he, he really came to teach empowerment and he yep. came to teach it to people that felt disempowered, which was the black population. Oh, it's making me cry. Anyway, I don't want to take over this. I'm I'm like, you're the one channeling today. But he also works with people to embody their potential. And and he shows them um, how he embodied it, his potential, and, and how can they step it up to what, like, what do they need to do in their life? to f- exactly. more fully embody that. And that's the work I do with people. So that fits really well. I'm sure that's why I bring them through in my work because it expands yeah. what I can do with people with his energy. You yeah. know? And so a lot of times he'll give somebody what we call the purple boot up the butt if um, he thinks that they're not um, doing all they can do. And he will lovingly show them there's more. You could do more. Step it up. Step up two steps. And he tells them how to do that. Here are some things you can do. So he's, because I'm this way, I'm very practical. When I bring guidance through, it's not like, oh, you have a lovely aura. No, it's like, tell me what are my next two action steps that I can take if I choose to. 
And that's, that's really the way that he is with people too. So through me, we work to help people step into their potential and their own empowerment. Like he is never one to want anybody to rely on him. None of that. Like he wants them to see their potential and he supports that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what was he saying the first time he came through powerfully that, you know, knocked you out? What was his message to that well, group of people? Oh God. That's, that was the message probably. Um, he speaks a lot about love and yeah. be bolder in your love and yeah. really like, and today I just channeled a message from him today that was like, when he speaks about loving, he means love yourself first and then put it out. Because if you don't have it here, there's nothing to give out here. And so he talks about be bolder in it. Be bigger in your love for other people. Can I just tell you what he's saying to me mm -hmm. now? Because, uh, again, you're speaking, I'm asking questions, he's answering, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So um, how did you manifest that in your body, I said? You know, how did you, when you said be be bolder in your love, be more loving. I said, how did you manifest that as a human? And this is what he said. He said, it wasn't a question for me. It was, um, I, never, I never had to love myself because that was so innate. That was so, it wasn't, he, it wasn't an idea he had to play with. I'm trying to translate because it was who he was. Mm -hmm. And so once you establish who you are, your work is all about service. There is no need for um, do you like me or is this okay or right. am I lovable? There's no, none of that interferes yeah. right. with your work. Well, he had a vision and it was like, and I am going to do this. Like he was very clear and nobody got in his way. He was going to yeah. do it and you were either on the boat with him or you were off the boat. And that was just it. Yeah. 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 And it looks like, funny, it looks like, incredible self-confidence this self-love looks like mm -hmm. self-confidence and i tell you what mm -hmm. as a young girl when i looked at that i didn't like it i thought oh you know he's mm -hmm. just too eager to i didn't like it mm -hmm. and the reason i didn't like it was because i wasn't living it i wasn't yeah. mm -hmm. you know like and i see my daughter do that too when she looks at overly confident people mm -hmm. she finds it like egotistical like mm -hmm. oh i don't like that mm -hmm. It kind of doesn't come from a look at me, look at me, look at me. It comes from a look at me because I have something to teach you. I have something to teach you, to show you, to yeah. teach you, not because I need your appreciation and your accolades. Yes. I need you to look at me because I've got a message. Yes, that's exactly, that's, that's that's exactly the right. There's this video yeah. of him in, in Los Angeles. It's a song called beginning endlessly or endlessly beginning. I forget which way it is. But he comes out and he says, Los Angeles, are you ready for me? And he stands there and looks at the crowd and they're all clapping and going crazy. And he goes to each section of the round thing and stands there and looks at them. And it's like, there's this beautiful flow between him and them. And he's receiving and putting out. And it's, it's amazing, but it looks like arrogance if you don't yeah. really understand. Exactly. But she used that video to show one of my clients how she needs to be when she speaks in front of audiences. He said, okay. I dare you to stand up there for 30 seconds and just look at the audience and let yeah. them receive you. And yeah. she was like, oh my God, no. And he's like, I dare you. She did it. She did it. You know what he says? He says one of his regrets was that celebrity cut him off 
from being available mm. to the average person. And what he's really excited mm. about now is that he's now available to yeah. the average person. Yeah, and I, yeah. I want to say this because I hear from so many people who are like, why would he come to me? I'm just like, you know, chugging along. The average person. The average average person. Yeah. Why would he come to me? And I always say, because you're on this frequency, you're on the wavelength, you're open for whatever reason, you're open, he knows it, he's coming to you. Like they don't feel worthy of it. And that breaks my heart because it's like, you're completely worthy of any of this, all of this. Why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he come to you? You know, but that's like, they just don't feel worthy of that. And I'm like, I'm no worthier than you are. I just happen to hear him out by the car. You can hear him too. You know, I just, I really like people come to me and say, I feel like I'm going crazy because I hear him and I'm like, "Mm, well, then join the club, come to the crazy Prince club here. Right. And why would you come to me? You know, I was looking at him for some answers to that Mm -hmm. and he's sitting there with his legs (laughs) crossed smiling <laughs> and saying nothing like that you're saying nothing yeah yeah <laughs> but um so so this is what i want to say about that you know when you see people channeling prince you could go into the thought oh because he's a celebrity you're going to sort of channel him because you're going to ride on the skirt tails as his celebrity you know it's an ego thing mm-hmm. but actually it's not because the guy's got so much to say yeah, he and, does. Uh, and he uh, wants to speak to the average person. He very much does. Yeah. Yes, he very much does. And, and, and the greater reach, that's where he talks yeah. to a lot of people because he's got a really big reach. He's got yeah. a big message and he wants to get it out there and he wants people to like come with him and work, you know, in that energy. So, yeah, he's talking to so many people. I love it. I love hearing it because I would never put myself out there like I am the one that channels Prince. No, anybody can bring him through. I happen to be very adept like you at hearing and bringing it through. But that's my gift. Okay, cool. And anybody can. My, I have a friend who hears him all the time. And she yeah, tell you she's not intuitive at all. Yeah, not a gift, he says. Anyone well, can do it. Yeah. He said, an ability skill. humans have. Yeah. A skill. Yep. Skill. Uh, an ability. Mm-hmm. A, yep. a sense. Yep. It, um, you know, we have like senses like eyes and ears and we can actually, you know, hone that. Like a yep. musician has an ear that after a while becomes completely different. They hear things that other people don't hear because right. they develop that ability, that exactly sense. Exactly right. Right. And that's exactly like the sense that we, yeah. you know, intuitive, psychic the, channel. The other piece to that, though, I find for people is trusting it. Okay. So I could have said like, oh, my God, like I thought I heard Prince out by my car. I'm going crazy. <laughs> but I yeah. knew with every fiber of my being. And so when he comes through in whatever way, whether it's a lyric or he shows up somewhere, you know, trust that. It's showing up for you for a reason. Trust it. Why the hell not? Why not trust it, you know, and go in and see what's there for you. So trust is the other piece that I think people are afraid to trust. They're certainly afraid to at least put that out there that they're, oh, yeah, Prince is talking to me. I'm, I'm bold enough to be out there and going, oh, yeah, he's talking to me. And he can talk to anybody. And he will happily, happily, <laughs> happily. 
You know, it's interesting that you say that he's on the same lineage as Merlin and Saint Germain. So, um, you know, what when you're trying to do something with your life, I, I keep I keep going. He 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 te- he's talking to me about the musicians a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's what he's telling me. Like he might be telling about you know more broader, but for me, because I work with Soul Traveler Radio and we interview mm-hmm. a lot of conscious musicians he's speaking to me a lot about the musicians because he's saying you know not only will i help you with your confidence and knowing and trusting Mm -hmm. that people will will love what you do and that you're doing it for them specifically rather than for yourself like you're doing it as a service he has he actually talks about um working with the music itself yes and um and he'll help you with the music itself like Mm -hmm. and he says you have to do is ask all you have to do is ask." that's really true yeah, yeah, there's a woman I know who is a, a beautiful singer, and I met her in an event. And right. she, she came up, because I talked about Prince, and she came up and she said, you know, I really, I really, I know he's around, I really want to do something. And he said to her, hey, let's write a song together. And she, like, broke down in tears, like, oh, my God. But she knew, like, yep, that's right. And he was, like, totally, like, yep, let's do this. Let's and do this. it was beautiful. I mean, I can't wait to see what comes out of that. Because she really wanted that. She really did. Yeah. You know, this speaks to the help that we all have from the other side, all of us. All and, of us. You know, whatever we want to do, whether we want to be mothers or musicians or psychics or, te- or new world teachers or, mm-hmm. you know, writers or whatever you want to do, you have people on the other side that have, that have lived what you've done yeah. well and they have expertise that you can... You can all tap you have to do is ask. Like you said, you that's ask. it. That's all you have to do. And it's so beautiful that it just shows up. It just does. And it's, it does. it's amazing. I mean, I deal with it every day like you do. And I'm always still amazed when I yeah. see it because it's so beautiful to see somebody get it and to see that help just come sliding right on in. It's like, yeah. wow. You see the universe in action when stuff like that happens. And it's like, wow. That is so cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is so cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, there's a couple of questions I have, and they're not okay. the most enlightened questions. Somebody wants to know why he was murdered, like who murdered him, somebody said. And um, so let's talk about, like this was a question I asked him when he died, like why did you leave your body at this time? Mm-hmm. Because there's no such thing as victims and, and, you know, and there's no one murdered anybody in this case. You know, people do get murdered, but... Mm-hmm. Every soul chooses when they exit exactly. the body. Yep. Stage left. I'm yep. out of here. Yep. And like every other soul on the planet, he chose to exit at that time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Has he got anything to say to you about that? Well, yeah. I hear you fine. Um, yes. Okay. I got it. I got it. So he said that... Um, there's a faction of people that have a little bit too much going on up here, meaning they're like little hamsters in a wheel. And so for them, the conspiracy piece of it gives them something to like dig into. Um, he said that's their work. There is something for them to find by going down that avenue, but they may not find what they think they're going to find. But that there is a reason that that energy is so potent for them. And I was in a couple of Facebook groups that were like that. And he was like, yeah, you get out of there now. And I was like, okay. 
because the energy was not, I, I didn't feel good in that energy. And he said, that's not your path. That's their yeah. work. Let them have their work. Yeah. And yeah. you go on your path. So I, I feel like he knows it's going on. And there's a reason for that. Yeah. For them, for the people that are called to that energy. Yeah. There's a reason. And they'll yeah. find something. They'll find what they want. Might not be what they think. He's saying that it's, you know, it's the questioning mind and um, you can get caught up in streams of thoughts. Like you have a question and somebody has some answers. Oh, it's a conspiracy. Right. And then you get sort of swept up in this river of thought. Right. And then, you know, if you keep the questioning mind open, you'll, you'll find your answers. But he, um, he's addressing that from a linear perspective. He says to me, um, if anyone murdered me, it was myself. Yes. But taking care of myself better. He said, of course, I exited when I chose to exit, right. but I didn't take care of my physical body as well as I could have. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Towards the end, he did say. So yeah. um, it would have, you know, if that's just addressing a linear mind point of view. Right. Because uh, yeah. he had the power to transmute any illness if he wanted to if he wanted to and that's the that's the thing i mean yeah. i believe that there are certain exit points that the soul has and he yeah. chose into that exit point i believe yeah. and he has said to me and you and i talked about this he can help so much more now from where he is and he knew yeah. that he needed that support and yeah. he wanted to be able to give it in that way and he had also accomplished a whole hell of a lot yeah. in this lifetime you know, that it was like, and now it's time to go do this other thing. That's kind of the yeah. feeling I got with it. Like, and now it's time to go do this other thing. Okay, so I'll see you later. Bye. Yeah, and, to have, and he's telling me again, and to have more access to the average person. Person, right. I agree. Yep. Yep. Because out of his body, he's got more access to them. Mm -hmm. And as this celebrity, you know, he's got minders and bodyguards and yep. all that sort of drama. All of that, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. So if you're an average person out there that loves Prince. Yeah, man. Call him <laughs> he's in. He's talking to him. you. Yep. He, he speaks through music, obviously, a lot. Yeah. Like he will tell people, if you feel like you can't hear me, hear me, then randomly pick a song. Randomly pick a song, pick an album, pick anything. Just drop something in and then listen for my message to you in that. And they always get it. They always, they come back and tell me, this is what it was, this is what the message, they get it. So he has a lot of ways of connecting with people beyond just chatting in your head. The music, he shows up in purple, like where did we go? I went somewhere and purple was everywhere. And we were like, all right, we know you're here, fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I just tell you something, how he's presenting himself? So I had some beautiful uh, birthday flowers that had lasted weeks, right? And I just threw them outside this morning. Mm -hmm. But I let, can you see that flower behind yeah, me? Yeah, that beautiful one. <laughs> I took one that wasn't dead yet. Mm -hmm. But I, you know what was funny? I smelt them all and they all smelt dead. Like they, they'd lost right. their smell. Right. As I was sitting there and you were talking, this massive waft of that flower. Oh, wow, came through, yeah. That was yeah, him doing yeah. that. Because I, I said this morning, anymore they've lost their smell and he's just <laughs> given me their smell yep. Yep. oh that was so beautiful yeah he's he's yes. just so great at it so he you can feel him in the see him hear him in the music but you can hear him in the smell too 
Yeah. You know, spirit loves, to, it's a beautiful, subtle energy that they can manipulate really well. Like yeah. spirit loves to give you smells. Yep. Like where's that smell coming from? Where's that smell coming from? Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. That's nice you did that. What a nice guy you are. <laughs> yeah, he so, is, he's, he's been, he has been um, such a help to me and really encouraging me to step up in my work and, yeah. and help me expand into my potential. So sometimes he works with just me and sometimes he works with other people through me. Um, and sometimes he works even in a larger way with a group of people. Like we have a beautiful group and we um, donate money to causes. There's a person I know who on the 21st of every month, she does a pay it forward in honor of his departure date. And so she does a pay it forward on the 21st. And so some of us have started doing that too, which is it's just a beautiful way to share all of that energy. So people are very inspired by him and his life and they want to carry on that energy. Um, that spirit of giving. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. That's beautiful. Yeah. So what else has he been teaching through you? I was going to get more into your story, but it, Princess, you've taken over, honey. He always does. He always, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> He's giggling. Well, the interesting thing, though, about, about working with him is that he does like puzzles, and he likes to give you little cryptic things. He did that to me. He said, we're going to build a mystery school together, and I'm like, Okay. And so he's like, and it's going to have seven themes. Okay. So here are the seven themes. And he like had big like posters on the wall. And he's like, now I'm going to give you the songs. You got to find the theme in the song. Could you just tell me? No. <clears throat> so for days I spent pouring over the lyrics of each song. When I would find the exact lyric, then I would get the theme. And the theme flowed beautifully like one built on built on built on the other and so we called it the divine equation because it really was like this plus this plus this divided by this equals all of you and so he's helping me build like a, a whole training around that you know and it's like he gives me those pieces and I go and do the work so it's beautiful stuff that he's teaching and it really all just has to do with being the full embodiment of who your soul came here to be, who truly yeah. you came here to be. And so yeah. that's a lot of what we get in the sessions. What I find interesting in the sessions, because he talks so much that I had to pare it down to four people because we were going on two hours with six people. And I'm like, oh my God, we're all going to die. So went down <laughs> to just four people, right? And so he gives a group message and then he gives a message to each person. Everybody gets something from the other person's message and there's always a theme, always a theme. Like one of the last ones was he had everybody like, you know, fire escape on the side of a New York building, right? There are those black rickety kind of fire escape stair steps, right? He had everybody moving up to the next stair step. What was there for them? And he talked to them about what was there and then are you willing to go up the next level? So for each person, he would ask them, what's this next level mean to you? Okay, let's expand it. So it was like, that was a theme of how do we move up one level? Mm -hmm. One time it was love and just everybody, like people were crying and because he's so loving in everything that he says, there's no um, meanness or any, there's nothing. It's just beautiful. Like, come on, let's do this. I'll yeah. help you. Like that's the energy that he usually gives people. Okay, I've, I've been given a couple of things. Um, one of the other questions I got talking about puzzle pieces, somebody mm -hmm. said, why 
did you do it in an elevator? Why did you mm-hmm. die in an elevator? And that's a bit of a puzzle piece. What does he say to you about that? He's telling me how perfectly poetic, wasn't it? I planned it that way. Like perfectly poetic. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Like he just like that's, yes, thank you. What is the thing that means the end of a song? The coda? Is it like the end part of a song? And it's like, here's the song of my life, and then here's the capper. And the end part fit into the beginning part about his songs there. So he's like, what a perfect ending and how poetic. So yeah, that was on purpose. What's he saying to so you what, about it? So why the elevator? He's actually, he's actually sitting there with his mouth shut because he's letting you do the talking. Oh, thanks. <laughs> because he says, I can talk to you if I want to. And I, but because at the beginning it was a little confusing because he was talking to me and you were talking to me and it was a little confusing. Mm-hmm. So I said, this is a little confusing. Mm-hmm. And he piped down. He just mm-hmm. piped down, right? Okay. So then it's, you know, from our linear human mind perspective, we can have this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know, in that song, in the song, Let's Go Crazy, I'm not going to let the elevator take me down, right? There Bring you go. me down. So that's it. That's it. That's the poetic coda. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. And also, um, getting back to how easy it is to connect, mm-hmm. uh, he asked you when we had that chat the other day to go to, what was his house called? What's his house called? Paisley Park. Paisley Park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know anything about Prince. That's, mm-hmm. that's the irony of this. Like, I was not a fan. Mm-hmm. And, and funny, I was saying to someone the other day, um, I had never thought about Prince since I was young when he was really all over the news and everything. Mm -hmm. The only way I had thought about Prince was the way the media had presented him. Mm -hmm. And when he changed, you know, I didn't know about all the um, problems he was having with um, music production companies and all that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. I don't even know how all that works, but, uh, and he changed to a symbol from his name and there was like a political reason for that there was a whole lot of reasons for that but the media mm-hmm. just presented it as this crazy guy yeah, you know wacky yeah. wacky crazy and that I would look at the media when I was young and I go oh yeah you know crazy wacky because I actually wasn't mm-hmm. a fan mm-hmm. and uh, and that's how I thought about him and, and when mm-hmm. I found out who he really was after he left his body mm-hmm. I just looked at my ignorance like mm-hmm. and how I was so persuaded by the media, and I thought, yeah. "Wow, wow, that's wow." There was this master incarnate in a body, and I didn't see it. I only saw what the media presented, mm-hmm. and I thought, "Wow, how often do we do that with people yeah. when the media vilifies people because mm-hmm. they're strange, they're crazy, they're and they're geniuses?" There was no mm-hmm. desi- denying his oh, genius. Yeah, no denying his genius. And then we just agree. Again, we get swept up in that river of conscious, you know, river of thought. Right. And um, that's what, yeah. So a couple of years before he's died, a girlfriend of mine said, oh, my God, I went to a Prince concert because he came out to Australia and he did a concert. Mm-hmm. And I said, do you? Why? <laughs> and then she said, you know what he said on stage? He said, I bet you don't realise just how many hits I had. And he was just um, making aware of his genius and he just rattled off all these hits. And I thought about it and I thought, oh, my God, you're right. He had so many hits. He did, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, ge- that, that genius of him, like he was so tapped into source. Oh, that yeah. He had, you know, he had just 
there is also talk that it, it, there are so many songs that were never released because he has so... oh, yeah, he's got that vault and there's like millions and millions of songs in there yeah because here's here's the thing that i i understood from a couple different writers that i had heard during a podcast that he lived in the flow you know yeah. the flow that we get when we're in that space he lived there and that was his sanctuary so yeah. if you were in the flow 24 7 who wants to go clean the cat box when you can be like in the flow, writing and singing? And that's what he was. And, and I yeah. think that shows what you can do when you're able to stay in that state. Now, I think he's told me that, you know, there are some challenges to live in a physical body and be in flow and balance mm -hmm. that better. Right. Mm -hmm. But he mm -hmm. was 24 seven in the flow. And that's mm -hmm. where he hid like after his son died that's what he hid he went back to that space and pretended none of it had happened because he went back into that flow because living in the physical world completely like freaked him out he had a son that died i didn't even know that yeah. like uh, how old was the son a week old he was born oh. with um what's called pfeiffer syndrome which is a, not a fully formed brain and wow. um he apparently was a little restrictive little he was quite restrictive with his wife, Maite, and really didn't want her to go to the doctors, didn't want her to see anybody. God will heal everything. And she knew something was not right. And she tried to tell him and he wouldn't listen. So when the baby was born physically, the baby came out looking very deformed. And the baby only stayed alive for a week. Okay, so um, I want to get back to Paisley Park. Please don't really let me forget that. But why did that, what does he say about that from his... His son was his master. His son was his master teacher. And he said, when I held that child for one week, I got everything I needed to know. And it changed my life. And his life was very different. That's, he went into the Jehovah's Witness um, group with that. He took things in a different way than he was going. And so it really shifted him. Yeah. But he's shown me, um, because we've talked with people who have also lost children, and that's when he'll connect with them. He will connect around that and talk to them about that. Yeah. And so um, he, she got pregnant another time and, again, had the same issues, and he wouldn't let her go to the doctor, and she had a miscarriage, and then that was the end of their marriage entirely. And so I, I think he just went back into the flow. Like, that was where he hid. No thanks. Okay. So he was talking to me this morning about ego, about being, um, about, about navigating ego. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me this morning about how even masters have challenges with ego. And mm -hmm. this is what he said to me this morning when I was sweeping the floor. He said, I just want to tell you all that if you have troubles with your ego, if you get swept up, that ego is such a difficult thing to navigate. And that even masters, even masters like Jesus and Buddha and all those right. masters, even they have mm -hmm. problems navigating it and yeah. get uh, caught up in caught up in it. Well, I think and it's only in the physical. In the physical, you have it. You don't have it on the other. Yeah, I'm talking about right, being physical. Right. Yep. Right. You don't have an ego when you're not physical. No, but well. that's why it's a challenge because you can only yeah. experience it here, yeah. right? In the physical. Yeah. 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 And yeah. So he, he did have some issues <laughs> around that. Yeah. 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 He, he wouldn't call them issues as much as um, it was a challenge. It was a, a challenge. challenge. Yes. It was difficult to navigate. Right. And um, when you talked about the baby and the master and 
yeah that's he's saying that that's when he um as you said went back into the flow mm -hmm. yep yep and he's also saying but he did use the ego to um, accomplish what he needed to accomplish as mm -hmm. a physical human being and mm -hmm. so he used it more as a tool rather than as a part of who he was like he mm -hmm. used it as a tool but you know so ego is that part of us that forgets that everything is okay yeah so when we get angry or frustrated or frustrated or upset about something then that's the ego taking control because the the higher self will always show you the beauty of everything yes and and, and when you're in the flow um you see the beauty in everything you see the beauty yeah. in the murder you see the beauty in the tragedy you see the beauty in everything mm -hmm. but the ego sees the trauma sees right. and gets that's upset. right yeah. yeah yeah and he said yeah i definitely got upset at things yeah <laughs> As any human would, yep, as any human would, yeah. So back to Pace okay. Park. He asked you to go there. Why did he ask you to go there? Um, I was, here's where it happened. I was at an event and I was standing there looking out the window and it was like he threw a paper airplane at me like, Vroom. and I was like, what? And he was like, I want you to go to Paisley Park and channel me there. And I'm like, I don't know anybody at Paisley Park. So he's like, all right, well, we'll talk about it. Okay, we will. So when I got back, um, I was like, okay, he really wants me to do this. Okay, what's the first step? And my friend said, well, why don't you ask him to hook you up with somebody? I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. Okay. So I was laying in bed and that half awake, half asleep. And I'm like, can you just send me a name? And it was like he dropped a little piece of paper in front of me with a name on it, Michael Dean. And I said, who is that? And he's like, why don't you Google him? Which is, he's always saying that to me, why don't you Google it? So I did. And, it, and I had never heard of this person before. Turns out he has had a long-standing Prince podcast. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. So I, I, for a week, I put off writing him because I thought, what am I going to say to this guy? Like, hey, dude, Prince talks to me from the other side. He gave me a name. <laughs> and the guy would be like, sure he did, lady. And so <laughs> I, I couldn't figure out another way to say it. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to say it. And that's basically why I said hi. I talked to Prince from the other side and I needed a name of somebody who could maybe help me get to Paisley Park. Would you like to have a conversation? And he didn't answer for a week and I was like, oh my God, that's the Oh, oh you emailed that. that to him? Yeah, I messaged oh, him okay. on Facebook. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And, okay. And he didn't answer and I was like, oh Lord. So Prince said, oh, just write to him and say thanks. Thanks for even considering it. I'm like, okay, so I did. Thanks for considering it. I know it's out there. And this time he wrote me back and he said, yeah, it is. How'd my name get in the mix? I'm like, I don't know. He just dropped it down to me. And he's like, that's really odd. I'm like, I know. So we talked a little bit and he's like, I don't know anybody at Paisley Park, but I can check around. I'm like, that's great. And then he said, do you want to be on the podcast? And I was like, um, okay, okay, sure. And I thought, oh my God, because these are my friends are like, oh my God, the purple brigade is going to come after you they're going to tear you to shreds. And I'm like, it's okay. And here's why I went, <clears throat> despite my fears, I, and I did have fears about it. I trusted Prince that there was a reason and a purpose behind this and that he would never send me into a lion's den without being able to take care of whatever came up. So I had, I trusted him implicitly. So I did do the podcast. It was my first time talking outside of my group of my online clients and group of woo people. 
talking about this and, and Michael Dean was very nice and pretty much let me run with the whole podcast and talk about how it came to be and what I'm doing with Prince and all of that. And it was really interesting what showed up after the podcast. I got so many emails from people and that's when I started getting emails saying, he talks to me too. Am mm. I going crazy? Like mm. what happened from that podcast was huge. Like I can't even begin to tell you how many people it reached. And right. even just the people that said, oh, thank God. Thank God I'm not crazy. And thank you for being the one to go out there and say it because we know he's out there talking to people. Like that was all behind the scenes. They were not people who were saying it in public. They were telling yeah. me personally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's 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 rubbing his hands because he's saying that was the point, you know, yep. like get get the woo out of the closet. Yep. And <laughs> I knew that, and I trusted him completely. I totally did, and that's the magic of working with him because he will ask you to do some unusual things, but yes. there's always a reason. This. Yeah, right there you go. There you but go. There's always some greater benefit that will come from that. And I've seen it, I trust it, I go with yeah. it. I always go with it. Cause it's a beautiful thing. And people like, people really, they feel his energy. And it's nice to have that affirmed that that's really what's going on. Yeah. You know? And nobody's surprised that he's an ascended master. Anytime I say that, everybody's like, yeah, of course he is. Yeah, I kind of figured that. Yeah, we always knew something was going on. I mean, like. They get it. They totally get it. It's yeah. really cool. It's very cool. So I don't know if I'm going to Paisley Park. I, I wouldn't be surprised, but he hasn't shown me that way. But he did say to me, uh, there's a woman that was at the very first group session. And she um, was his teacher in another lifetime. And so when he addressed her, he like bowed down to her. And she was like taken aback. She didn't expect that. And it took her about three weeks to recover. But she hears him all the time now. She talks to him all the time. So I'm driving down the road and Prince is talking to me about how we're going to go to Paisley Park and let's do this event and have three channels and blah, blah, And he said, and I know who I want one of them to be. And, and I said, yeah, it's her, right? And he said, yeah, that's it. So I went into my office and I messaged her on Facebook. And I said, Prince says that he'd like you to be one of the channels at Paisley Park. And she's like, yeah, I know it. He already told me like a week ago. I'm like, okay, great. That's awesome. Like, I, it's so funny when stuff like that happens that they're all like, yeah, I know. He already told me that. Okay, great. We're on the same page. It's fabulous. So she and I, and she lives near there. So I wouldn't be surprised. She and I may end up doing that. We'll see. We'll see. So what was the story with the uh, tour guide at, at Paisley Park? One of the people who came forward um, and talked to me was, right. um, is, I think, still is, um, a tour guide at Paisley Park. Right. And she said, we see him there all the time. He's usually yeah. in the studio area. But she said, every tour guide has seen him there in one space or another. So when he was talking to her, um, he said, hey, I'd like to give some of the tours are you willing to like, let me just give the tour? And she's like, I don't channel you. He's like, you can open your mouth. She was like, okay. So he told her, try it when you're doing it, do it as you, and then allow me to come forward and see if you can see the difference. And she's done it. And she said, I always know when he's talking about certain things. I'm like, that is so cool. Like people would like pass out if they knew that really it was him 
giving the tour of Paisley Park. I just think that's so cool. He says, yeah, they would pass out, but yeah. you know, what he like he what, what he wants to affirm is that he's no special than anyone else mm. and that every human has the potential and he was someone that just showed humanity their own potential, potential yeah yes but what uh but what i find fascinating was a tour guide who hasn't done a reiki course or a channeling course or anything like that is channeling prince yep and he goes see how easy it is it is and it's that trust because she talked to me and he came through me so it was like she had training wheels on and she could do it and then she did it all around two times you know all he did was like okay let's do it okay and that's where that trust comes in. Just play with it. It's not like deathly serious. Have fun with it. Try it. See what happens. Okay. He's got a message because this, this is specifically what he asked me to talk to, talk to musicians about, about okay. money. Money and music, right? Mm -hmm. It's something that he was really passionate about because there's a really huge thought form out there that says, you know, don't give up your day job. You're never going to make money as a musician. Mm -hmm. You can't do what you love. And he says that's absolute rubbish. Yeah. That's absolute rubbish. And he says that you've got to let go of that. You've got to let go of that and be as confident about making money with your music yes. as you are as confident about making the music. Oh, because yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. That feels you've exactly got, right. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ooh, something that you said to me. The other day when we connected mm -hmm. that I've been uh, thinking about and um, he's been talking to me about is he said I was the music mm -hmm. music and I were one yes mm -hmm. do you want to sort of elaborate on that what he said to you about that because that just spoke to me well it, because it flowed through him he would often blend right in and there are songs like i'm in another group that like these people are amazing amazing people who look at things down to the finest points and so they'll show videos they'll post videos in the group of here's where he like completely blends into the guitar like he and the guitar are one and you one. can watch it and see it yeah. And, and it's a beautiful thing to see as it flows through him. And yes. so, yeah, he was, he was the music that, that, and somebody had said, I read in a book. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, he's just trying to like make a point. He says, it's the same with your abundance. He says money and you are not separate. Abundance of you are not separate. Mm -hmm. Just like you can understand as a musician or anyone, you know you blending with music and being one with the music you're also one with your own abundance mm -hmm. he says, feel into that feel into the abundance that you are and come from that not that you need it or you want it right. or that how are you going to make it with your music or you know it's really hard to make a living with your music he said none of that's relevant none of that's relevant like let go of all right. that because it's the same as the music just as you're as confident with your music and flowing with that, you're, it's the same. Mm -hmm. he, he's talking about it doesn't necessarily have to be music. It can be anything. Anything, right. It can and be your psychic ability. You yeah. and that are one. And it can be anything. It can be, you know, ultimately it's all love. It's all, it's all energy. It is. Energy. And, 
You know, because he, the reason he changed his name was because of his contract with Warner Brothers and they owned everything yep. under the name Print. So he's yep. like, all right, I'll go this way. And his whole point was you should be compensated for your work. <clears throat> your work right. should belong to you, right? That's and true. if you don't, what, is it, what did he say? If you don't own your masters, your masters own you. And your master is yes. being those original recordings that yes. are yours. And so he fought very hard. And he's saying that he set a new paradigm where you don't have to sell your soul to a music company. And now certainly with the internet, there are so many ways you can get music out that you don't have to do that. But he's saying that about to musicians like, it's yours. You don't have to sell that to get known. Exactly. And he's saying from his broader perspective, he can see so many ways in which not just musicians, in which anyone, any creative being, anyone that's creating some work. Right. So it could be your writing, it can be your right. music, it could be your art, it could be whatever you're creating. Um, the participatory economy, he's saying, the participatory economy, he's saying, just ask me and I'll show you. Oh, I'll yeah. show you ways. I'll show you ways. Just ask me and I'm there to show you. They yeah. say, he says there's so many ways. And he did. You were absolutely right. He, he sparked he, his protest or his um, upset or whatever you want to call mm -hmm. it. Wouldn't call it upset, protest, okay, mm -hmm. uh, about the that music industry he did change the face of music industry but he, it, he was the he only was one so, doing that at that time and like yeah. you said everybody thought yeah. he was just wacky no yeah. he had a reason he had a, a reason. solid reason for doing that and that was a pretty big deal for him to do yeah. that i mean he walked huge. out with slave written on his face and yeah you know he was committed 100 percent to whatever he did yeah. yeah i know yeah he's like yeah i was yeah yeah there you are <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah Commitment's a thing, yeah. Commitment's a thing, yeah. So he's he's just a beautiful energy. I am beyond grateful to him for all the support that he's given me in my in the last year and a half. Opportunities have opened up. He's connected me with people who beautifully need what I can bring through. Like it's their first connection with things woo. And, yeah. and they're such yeah. like, so they want to know they really are interested. And he has been the doorway for yeah. that. And yeah. I've seen so many beautiful people like open up into their abilities through mm -hmm. him and that doorway that yeah. it's just been beautiful. You know, mm -hmm. and he works with a lot of people in all different ways. And yeah, I hear that. I hear that. He said, don't be afraid to call me just for yourself. It doesn't have to be like, oh, it must be for the benefit of mankind. No. If you want me to help you in whatever you're doing, whatever it is, I'm there. It just yeah. so happens my work, Lisa's work, is uh, you're, you know, bigger and yours is reaching a greater, broader audience. But that's not what he does for everybody. So call him in. I, he, he works... He, when we do sessions together, it's Prince. Archangel Michael is always there. Archangel Michael is my buddy, and he's always there with Prince. And Merlin, that's, that's how I came into the connection, because Merlin kept butting in the Prince's sessions all the time. And finally, we had to give Merlin his own show so he could talk to people, because he had like things he wanted to teach him or whatever. So Prince is like, could you get your own show? 
So we did, we did a whole Merlin, we did an afternoon with Merlin and it was great. Um, and then he like left Prince's energy alone. But it's so funny because he would always roll in all the time. I'm like, Merlin, why are you here again? It's so funny. It's just, it's fun. So Merlin, I said, I asked what Merlin teaches and he says pretty much what I teach. How yes. to, I teach people how to flow energy. He said, you know, I teach people about the magic of energy um, alignment, energy alignment, vibrational yes. alignment. He mm -hmm. said, you know, back in the day they used to call it magic, but actually it's just, it, there's like a whole um, science to it. And it's, yeah. and um, yeah, it's like, it's all, it, what, what we call technology today is, is yesterday's magic. Right. But it's conscious technology. It's a consciousness technology. Right. And Prince said something about channeling too. He said, um, you know, because uh, I've been really, this has been really sort of like own your woo-woo. I've been really passionate about not calling it woo-woo anymore because mm -hmm. woo-woo means that it's not mainstream. And we've got to make this technology of being an intuitive and a channel and an empath and a medium and talking to the other side or channeling all that is just, it has to be mainstream now yeah, because it's who we are. Right. And he said, just as I would channel the music, you can channel me. It's really that simple. It it's is. just a musician channels music, a writer mm -hmm. channel, you know, mm -hmm. they might not understand it, but they get in a creative flow. An artist yep. Yep. channels where yep. they're in that place where their hand moves beyond their thoughts. Yeah. It just happens. It just yeah. happens. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy and it's so simple. Mm -hmm. And he said, just, yeah, like a musician channels music, mm -hmm. you can channel me. Yeah. And when I, I write and channel, so I could be typing and looking out the window, like my Lisa brings looking out the window and I'm just typing yeah. away. And then I look, I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. It was like, vroom. it just came like right through. And that's, that's really cool. And it is just that easy. It's just yeah. that easy. And I think yeah. that's a, that's a big message for people to get. Everybody can do this. It's not just for special people. Everybody can. It takes practice. It takes trust, for sure. Yeah, trust. Mm -hmm. A trust, um, yeah, he said he could talk about trust all day. I'm sure he could. <laughs> yeah, and knowing that, um, okay, so this is what he's saying to me. Think about something that you know you can do. He says, do you need to trust it? No, because you know you can do it. You right. that, that's, that's a quality of trust. Mm. Let's call it a quality of trust. Mm -hmm. He said, when you know that you can do it, you'll mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm. That's true. It doesn't actually even take trust because you just know it's, you just know it as your truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Very cool. Yeah. He's yeah. a chatty one tonight for sure. He's chatty. I've had people say, oh, he's very quiet. And I'm like, are you sure you're talking to Prince? Because he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he can be quiet. Like he shut mm -hmm, up before. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. he was chatting away before. And I said, this is confusing. Like mm -hmm. there's so many talking people. Mm -hmm. And he just, he just sat on my chair. He's sitting in my chair over there. Mm -hmm. And he just crossed his legs and he's like swinging his legs. Just like, he's <laughs> having a conversation. People, people are like, how can he be in two places at once? <laughs> yeah, my, you know what I had a friend say to me? Like, does he know when you're doing a session, do you pick up like a phone or what, like a bath phone or whatever? I'm like, no, they're everywhere all the time. Like, that is a hard concept for some people mm. to grasp. I'm just like, what? Why aren't you getting that? Right? But he is. He's everywhere all the time. He can be with me. He can be with you. He is obviously with me and with you and with anybody who's watching this or anywhere. Yeah. You know, yeah. it can be any, 
everywhere at all times. Always. He's giving me an analogy. He says that um, whenever you're outside of time, so when, you know, as linear humans, as physical human beings, we're inside a linear perspective of time. Right. And he said, but let me give you an analogy. You know, today with technology, it's a beautiful analogy. He said some TVs have the ability of showing a whole lot of stations all at once. Mm -hmm. So you're watching all these different stations at once. And he says, that's a little bit, that's like, that's a kind of like a tech, um, an analogy. Yeah. I can be in, you know, I can be watching all at the same because he, he's outside of time. So right. there's no such thing as we try and perceive non-physical from a linear physical point of view and it right. just doesn't work no. you know you have to understand that outside of physical dimension perception right. of physical dimension mm -hmm. uh, because it's all just a perception right uh, there's no such thing as time and space you know it's all in the spacious now mm -hmm. everything is now yep in the now, now. Mm -hmm. yeah that's, yeah. that's so, how i understand it too yeah yeah so he mm -hmm. says that from that perspective all things are possible and he can see into your future and he can see into the past. And so he has this broader view. You want to know something? Just ask. Yeah, that's mm. exactly right. And not he just will him, answer, but mm. you know, and, and he is um, actually pretty magical when it comes to getting things that you need. Um, I had an occasion where the only airplane seat that was left was a middle and I hate middle seats and I'm like dude can you help me with this at all he's like yeah close your computer come back in 10 minutes I did and magically another seat appeared and I'm like how'd you do that and he's like I'm magic I'm like okay great he got that he found me cheap office space right just down the road from me I'm like thank you awesome thank you ask for it that's what I did I asked hey help me with this he's like okay do this okay fine so yeah, it's, he's a lot of fun. He's very magical. He's my little magical elf. So yeah. Well, magic, uh, getting back to magic, because we're getting back to Merlin. So magic is a broader perspective. He said, I can see that that person's going to cancel in 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. So I can tell you to shut your computer yeah. and can't, nothing magic about it. But yeah. from your perspective, perspective it is, right? you can't see, you right. Can't see right? Right. right? It's like magic to you. Yes. Yeah. He said, but it's all perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like well, yeah, that's why I ask him because I know he can do that. Mm. So it's like, can you help me with this? If he can, cool. If he can't, that's okay too. But yeah. he comes through every time in some yeah. way. He comes through. Yeah, he's he's yeah. fun. He's a lot of fun. I I find him fun. My friend, my friend has um his eye shows up all the time in her meditations, like just this one eye. And I saw this beautiful painting online that somebody had done of just his eye. And I'm wow. like, yeah, I'm getting that for her. Like, it was one of a kind. It was one painting. I'm like, I don't care what it costs. I'm getting that for her. Because I knew there's a reason his eye is always showing up for her in this meditation. It's just, it's so fun. And he does it all the time. She's, she'll even go out and there'll be posters of him out there with the eye. And she's like, all right already, I see you. So he, he loves his puzzles and his cryptic messages and all of that, yeah. So here's a question. I've already asked him this question, but I'm going to pose it to you. Are there other, I know, ascended, like ascended masters is not really a name, but we have to find a name. Are there other people like him on earth at the moment? Sure. Absolutely. Why wouldn't there be? We just happen to live, that's how I understand it. We just happen to live in the same time as him. Some people happen to live in the same time as Merlin or Ken St. Germain or whomever. So yeah, yeah I, I would definitely say there are many 
thankfully, many walking around. We just happen to know him because he was very uh, famous, but there are some not very famous people. Okay, so this is what I asked him. Because I was so deluded by the mainstream media narrative, which was fear-based and um, suppressive, I, I said, okay, so, you know, he's just saying, open your eyes, just open your mm-hmm. eyes. So are the other ascended masters incarnate at the moment? And he's like, many, 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 many. And I said, well, who? And he said, open your eyes. Uh, and I'm like, just tell me, give me a name. He's just saying, instead of being, yeah, instead of being swept up in a narrative that says that person's crazy or, you know, like weird or, and, uh, oh, he says, I know many of them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, he says, open your eyes. Yeah. He says, open the eye to your heart. Open yes, because your you'll feel it. You won't, you it won't be up here. You get it. It'll be you'll here. You'll see it from here. It's like yeah. he's just put a big heart. He's just put a big eye here, mm-hmm. like a big eye. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm seeing his T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I'm, seeing a big, I'm seeing T-shirts with eyes over no, people's wow. hearts. So I say, yeah, yeah, there's a business. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. If you ever look you talk- at his, his videos, when he wants to thank people, he always puts his hand to his heart and he like taps his heart like three times. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was, he got some video honor or something and it was Alicia Keys and somebody else, a big boy and somebody else that presented it to him. And he just like did that heart thing. Like he always puts his hand on his heart and taps his heart. And it's like, he's giving that out. I've seen him do it in concerts. I've seen it everywhere. And it's like, oh, it's so beautiful to see that energy. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we're going to wrap it up. Yeah, We've been going for about great. an hour. Yeah. Um, is there any last messages from Prince? Anything he'd like to tell people? <laughs> um, he's saying that if he has to leave with one message, it would really truly be um, be more of you. Be more of you. Yep. I know. Be more of you, and he did this big, like, expanded, expand yourself into all of you. Because what's possible for him in his life is equally possible, like what you said, he said earlier. It's equally possible for all of us, but we don't all come knowing that. So what if we knew that that is possible for us? Maybe not to be famous, but to expand into that space. What's possible if you just take one step? into that greater space and that's the work that he and i've been doing he's helped me expand into a greater space and there's more to go i'm sure but what if he just took one step i hear you he said sometimes one step is just enough and there's no more you need to do beyond just one step sometimes yes i know sometimes one step is the biggest step you will take in your whole life and what will come from that will change everything Mm. oh I like that that's nice that's beautiful Mm -hmm. that's beautiful and he's just telling me not to be scared of people Mm. there's a lot of musicians out there that are just so wrapped up in their music and they kind of just want to be all about the music and not about the people he said Mm. you know what are you creating the music for 
yeah. you're, crea- you're creating it for the people. He says, don't be scared of people. We're all one. He said, when you stand on stage or when you're in front of a group of people, he said, you're just in the room with yourself. Yeah. They have the same fears and the same ideas and they're just humans like you. He said, don't be scared of people. And, um, yeah, something that he said in the physical, I saw on an interview and he said in the Mm non-physical is that he never wanted to call his fans fans because it Mm -hmm. stands for fanatic. Mm -hmm. And he said, I don't want you to be fanatical. If you're going to be fanatical, be fanatical about yourself. He said that I wanted to call them family or Mm -hmm. friends, my Mm -hmm. fans or my friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Instead of my fans. Yeah. Yeah, And that's how they refer to themselves as fans across all the boards I've been on. They all call themselves fans, which I think is family. Yeah. 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 People are your family. So don't be scared of people. They're your family. Yeah. So reach out to him. If you need anything, he will answer and support and help you. He's, yeah, he's got a lot to give. And so please, yes, I hear you. He said, please take what you need. It does not, it does not deplete me. In fact, it fills him up. When Mm -hmm. you take from him, it fills him up even more so that there's more to give. So don't think like, oh, Prince wants me to go away because he's got somebody else to help. Nope. He's got more than enough for you and everybody else. So don't hesitate to reach out to him. Yeah, I know. He said, please tell them that. Yes. <laughs> yep. So reach out to him. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows what cool stuff can happen, right? Well, Lisa, it's been so gorgeous. I haven't really shared much of your story. Prince has taken over. But That's it's been okay. so good being in your energy because it's so beautiful. The way he's talking to you and talking to me at the same time just exponentially has expanded that yeah. energy. And did you notice that um, all those, well, actually you didn't notice, but all those technical difficulties that I had stopped. Really? They all stopped. That's interesting. All, it is interesting. It actually stopped when you press the recording and I had forgotten to press the recording and, I, and then I pressed the recording. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, but anyway, you've got it recorded. Mm-hmm. But thank you. Cool. You're welcome. Life. Thank you for the opportunity. And I thank Jenny for connecting us. That was beautiful. Yes, thank you, Jenny. Thanks to Jenny. It's beautiful, isn't Jenny beautiful? And also just tell people who are on audio your website where people can find you. You can find me at lisamw.com. And my work with Prince is also on purplesaturation.com. Purplesaturation.com. That's his word. He wanted saturation. I'm like, I don't like that word. He's like, is this about you? Oh, okay, no. So purple saturation, it is. <laughs> hey, yeah. hey, I'm saturated today. I'm done. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's right. You're definitely saturated. Here we go. <laughs> Sister Mary Purple. Sister All Mary. right. That's it. That's it. Isn't Lisa wonderful? Don't you just love her? So we had a bit of a chat and we thought we'd love to do this again. We thought it was so much fun. So I'm going to invite you to jump on. Maybe you've got some questions about how to channel or maybe you've got some questions for Prince or 
you know, you'd like to know how to connect with loved ones on the other side or mystery school or anything. So I'm going to invite you to jump on. We're going to do another session. We're going to invite people to participate. And we're going to bring in, um, as Lisa calls him, Ascended Master Prince to teach. He's a very enthusiastic teacher, let me tell you. <laughs> they say we all are. Uh, so this is a special invitation for you to come on. Thanks again for listening to another show, Accentuating the Positive. It's always a pleasure to bring you this. And remember, if you want to join our little inner sanctum where you get to meet many of the people I speak to on the show and you get to experience more channelings and we have meet and greet and have a little tribe, a beautiful community of people who I call the New World Teachers, people who want to share their wisdom with the world but maybe don't exactly know how. Seems to be a lot of people awakening in the group at the moment, so come in. It's a great group. And uh, if you want a session from me, please go to my website and find out how to do that. Thanks again for watching. Love you all. Bye for now. <laughs> Thanks so much for joining us for another enlightened conversation on Accentuate the Positive. If you would like spiritual guidance from my guides, Blissful Beings, go to karenswain.com for a reading or to listen to more enlightened thought leaders share their wisdom go to the listen page on karenswain.com and choose who you want to listen to all the podcasts are also available on itunes remember to check us out on facebook twitter instagram pinterest you name it we're there until next time bye for now if you feel like that's what you want.